Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Samich on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of The Handle here on DraftKings Network. VSIN, Matt Brown, Mike Samich coming to you, proudly brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Special time, very special time, actually. You, you have it the very, very, very special time here Come on. on a Sunday morning. Be back here next Sunday morning as well. Sunday morning after that, your guess is as good as ours. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Probably not in the morning. Check that your week. local listings. You think we're going to lead yeah. into the Pro Bowl? Yeah, whatever. whatever. The flag you know, football check, game? check your local listings, as we <laughs> like to say, uh, for that one. But it is uh, it's a pleasure to be here, be able to preview these games as we head into kickoff with the Bucks and the Lions. It is six, but a juice six at DraftKings in favor of the Lions. 49.5 is the total in that one. Chiefs and Bills, two and a half in favor of the Bills. Juiced in there, that one as well. We might. Could we possibly see a three? We've seen a three a couple yeah. times this week. So we've seen that bounce back and forth. I wouldn't be shocked if we get a three before kickoff. It won't last long, though. So yes. if you want a three, you know, keep your keep your odds board up. Mm. As soon as you see a flash somewhere, go get it. Forty five and a half. The total there, though, now juiced a little bit towards the over again. Traditional thinking for us, having been in this a very long time, is like, oh, well, these are always going to move towards the favorite in the over. With 30 something states now. We actually haven't seen that as much. Like we're not, we can't just bank on it. We, you used to could bank on it. You knew if you wanted an under, you just wait until 10 minutes before kickoff because it was going to move at least a half a point, sometimes a full point on the total. And then certainly on the side, you might get that extra half point as well, depending on which way, which way you're looking. It hasn't been 100% true for us. Now we have seen it kind of toggle and stuff and we were interested in just how much back and forth action we're getting, but it used to be just one way action. It used to be one way yeah. action. We also had a wild run to the unders and island games this mm. year. So a lot of people by mid through, midway through the season were like, I'm just blindly playing the under mm. in these island games. I think that kept uh, the same, it kept us from having that same aggressive over action that we've seen in a lot of spots. But as we get more and more areas that, that have legalized sports gambling, it'll be interesting to see because there's more 
outs, more people who are making larger bets and some of those places that want to put it on the under. We'll see if we have this trend stick to stick with it. I would expect we'll still have more over money than favorite money than anybody else when we get closer to kickoff. And especially when you look at like what happened yesterday, mm-hmm. when you have a large favorite in the first Island game and the over both hit. All of a sudden, once that game went final, then you saw favorite money over money come in in the second game. So we'll have to see what happens here in the first game. But if you see Detroit in the over, I would expect you're going to then see more money bills in the over for the second game. We are certainly at least seeing some some sort of maybe signal that some of the over money is coming in. I mean, again, it's 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 slightly juiced for both games towards the over. We'll see if it finally gets over the hump here when it's all said and done. I'm guessing we will see in this just again. I'm guessing we will see a 50 at least flash in the first game. I think we'll see at least a 46 flash in the second game. But as you mentioned, for how long, we don't know because it could quickly, quickly get bought up. I'm interested to see where the resistance point is here mm-hmm. with this, this Buccaneers-Lions game. We, this game opened at 46 and a half. You were able to get that 46 mm-hmm. and a half in your account. 47, 48, both key numbers. 49, 50, not as important. But then when you get to 51, 52, we get back into that key range. I, if we do consistently see this over money, I'm wondering, is it 50? Is it 50 and a half? Where do we start seeing that major resistance where, whoop, big group came in and, and just took mm-hmm. away all of that number immediately? Let's go ahead and take a look at some of these props here in this first game. Bucks and the Lions. We know this is an indoor game. They do play in a dome. And so it is going to be perfect weather conditions, fast track, all the different stuff that seems to favor and over if that's the way that you're leaning. We always try to look at what are what works in favor of an over whenever we are trying to talk ourselves into an over. Well, the first and foremost thing would certainly be, hey, controlled conditions. We don't worry about wind. We don't worry about rain. We don't worry about snow. We don't worry about anything. We're going to be in the best possible field conditions. So at least we're starting there. If you do like an over in this game, it's definitely helpful. Mm-hmm. It definitely helps you. I, I'm going to, so I do like one player prop specifically here in this Lions game and talking about this all week. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, he has been phenomenal over the last five games over 100 yards in each one of those games I think he has an opportunity to have another big game here we saw him get 124 yards last time these two teams faced you've got a Buccaneers defense that's going to be aggressive they're going to blitz you're going to get single coverage there uh, when you look at you're going to get single coverage on the outside against these wide receivers and when you look at who Goff loves to go to it's Amon Ross St. Brown I think he gets peppered again with targets here we're seeing the over getting more and more juiced at that that 91 uh, 91 and a half number that's minus 135 it's interesting i love looking at some of the alternate lines for these receivers because you've got 91 and a half minus 135 90 plus is minus 120 these alt markets get ignored a lot of times so you need a yard and a half less and you're paying 15 cents less juice so i have the 90 plus here at minus 120 i have 100 yards plus 110 i'll go all the way up to the highest point in his ladder here at 120 yards plus 240 i think i'm in ross st brown is a monster day against what's going to be an aggressive bucks defense and allows him to get loose in, in single coverage i can tell you if you do like the over uh, already on the move just from the time we made this graphic 92 and a half now on Amon ross st brown and still juiced towards the over Rightfully so. I mean, when we talk about, we used to talk about, you know, we would say this all the time because most teams only had one dominant receiver. And now we're seeing with the league moving towards more of a passing game, you have kind of that 1A, 1B where there's the, but target hogs used to be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this guy's target hog. He's just getting all the targets. Amon Ross St. Brown is a target hog. There's just no other, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The guy gets over 30% of the targets. He gets over 36% of the air yards that that uh, Jared Goff puts up. And in a game like this, in a win or go home, 
I'll go down with my best guy, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. like, I'm going to go down with my best guy. I'm not going to sit here and mess around and try and force targets to Jamison Williams. Listen, Jamison Williams might turn into a very fine NFL receiver next season when he doesn't have to deal with all the nonsense in the offseason and the injury stuff and everything like that. Like, I'm, he, I expect actually a, a step and a leap from him next year. We haven't really seen it this year no. from him. Uh, you know, certainly not on a consistent basis. I would rather for it, it sounds horrible. I would rather force a target to Amon Ross St. Brown or run just a route, you know, so like run a route that we know is a high percentage target, right? Like it's just even if it's a three or four yard deal just to get the ball in his hands, I'd rather do that than try and figure out if Jamison Williams can get something done down the field. Well, it was Reynolds last game yeah. that was the one who, who took advantage of it. Reynolds mm-hmm. had a big revenge game, not the golf yes. revenge game, yeah. the Reynolds revenge game. But it, you also see Sam Laporta, and I think this is a big part of it, came back from that knee injury last week. His average depth of target significantly shorter than what we saw earlier in the season. That extra depth went to Amon Ross St. Brown. And we saw it on the final play of the game before, right before they took knees. They get man-to-man on Amon Ra. He's the one who gets the football in that key situation, even though everybody on the Los Angeles sideline knew they're going to try and get it to Amon Ra St. Brown. I would expect the same thing. And again, this is a blitz-happy Tampa Bay defense. They are, you're going to end up with single coverage quite a bit on Amon Ra. And if you are singling him, Goff is going to look for him, especially when he's getting extra pressure. He is the guy by far that he trusts the most on this receiving side. I think Amon Ra has another big game today. So I, I laddered him all the way up to minus 120. And just real quick for a ladder, if you're, if you're newer to gambling, uh, when you play a ladder, you can play a smaller number and then a a larger total and a larger total and each ladder is essentially a rung as you go up that ladder and you're getting a larger plus number when i play it generally i'm going to play anywhere from 60 percent of a unit to 70 percent of a unit on that that original total so in this case over 90 yards minus 120 then i'll come back with another 30 percent at the 100 plus 110 and a final 10 percent at the 120 with a plus 230 there so i'm limiting my risk as you go up higher up the ladder but you're also getting a bigger payout it's uh it's a game too for me and if we're looking at Amon Ross St. Brown, you look at that number and you think that it's big, but we have two very good run defenses and we have two offenses that have been more efficient. Well, at least from the, certainly from the Buck side of things, not necessarily from the Ram side of things. They've been really good just all around, but you would think that they would also be more efficient passing the ball today than running the ball. Now I do. I think Dan Campbell's the type of guy that's going to allow Ben Johnson to just completely get away from the run. Probably not. Maybe early on, they'll test it out. If it's not working, then I can see maybe a shift. So I don't, I wouldn't panic if I had an Amon Ross St. Brown over and through the first quarter, if he's only got 17 yards or something like that, like I wouldn't lose my mind because I think that we will, we, we could see them feeling it out. Like how, how, just how good is that Vita Vea guy? Yeah, he's been doing it for a decade. He's yeah. really good at stopping it. But I, I think, He's the type of guy who's like, you know, we're not going to abandon this early, but he could make a shift a little bit later in the game. And if you do see that and you see the Bucks score early in Tampa, let's, let's say that the Detroit's down 7 nothing, 10 nothing, and you're sitting there with 17 yards through the first quarter, I actually like looking at his in-games because mm-hmm. it means you're going to force yeah. Detroit through the air more and more. A couple other props I like from this game. I took Gibbs over 23 and a half receiving yards today as well. I think Gibbs has a big day through the year. We talked about that stout run defense for Tampa. I think you're going to see a lot of the runs turn into those quick screen passes or those quick, and I think that that in this case Gibbs is going to have a big chance to be able to go over that that receiving total 
I also faded white here on the rushing side of it. He's got 54 and a half for his rush yards. We talked about how good this defense is from a Detroit perspective and being able to stop the run. You've got Tampa going into a really hostile environment. It's going to be very loud in there. I think it's going to be hard to check into positive run plays when you have the opportunity. So I'll look at white's under rushing yards as well. That's 54 and a half right now over at DraftKings.com. Nine games for Amon Ross St. Brown of a hundred and more hundred or more receiving He's yards good, man. this year, a guy that is getting force fed and then all also, it pretty underrated from a, you know, when we talk about the best receivers in the game, his name doesn't come up. No, it doesn't. One of the most underrated things is, is what he does after he gets the ball in his hands. He is a yak machine. They are able to throw the ball underneath to him and allow him to go get those extra seven, eight, nine, ten yards with all of that. And that's why I think that we just... He's not making the splash catches, you know, down the field. Like we love the big, sexy 25 yard go up contested balls. And I get that. You need those receivers on your team for sure. That's not his game, but that doesn't mean he's still not one of the elite in the NFL. Oh, he's definitely one of the elite. Yeah. Yeah. He should be in that conversation as one of the top five wide receivers in, in football. And you talked about his yards after the catch today, a good opportunity again, when you're sitting in man in a man coverage and you're able to get some separation and everyone else has their back turned to you and you're running that five yard in route, the seven yard in route. If you can make the catch in stride, you've got 10, 15, 20 yards additional downfield you can get before anyone really even notices that they've got to come up and tackle you. So a good opportunity here for Amon Ra mm-hmm. for after the catch, as well as in single coverage. He's going to line up a lot in the slot and by far by far the worst slot corner i mean worst worst corner on the team for the bucks is their slot guy allowed an 80 over an 80 percent catch percentage that's not good yes out of the slot it's quite bad it's going to be pretty good for amon ross st brown let's talk some props in the chiefs bills when we come back shall we Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
We got a lot of podcasts, vison.com slash podcast. You can go get them all for free over there. College football, even though that season's over. We got one for that. You should definitely take a look at that one. All angles. That's one I do. It's about football. You can go get that one. The NFL version NFL. of football. Long shots. Golf one. Also on that one. If you like listening to me, you should certainly go and you should subscribe to that thing. Beating the book with all Gil. The time. We got morning bets. We got the GM shuffle. All of those. And they are all absolutely free. Vison.com slash podcast. Matt Brown, Mike Samich coming to you here. DraftKings Network, VEASAN, counting down to the Bucks and the Lions. Still sitting six. It is still juiced. We'll see. Do we get six and a half? I don't think we'll so. We'll see. 49 I, I, and I've half. heard enough people like the Bucks that I don't yeah. think we get six and a half. 49 and a half is our total there. Chiefs and Bills sitting two and a half and 45 and a half on that one. So let's go ahead and we just talked about the props that we like there for the Bucks and the Lions. Let's head down to the Chiefs and the Bills from a prop perspective. Real quick on that um, on that uh, Baker Mayfield, Jeff, Jared Goff line, 263 for Baker Mayfield, steamed up from the low 250s. Like we're talking 10 more yards um, from a from a pass yards perspective on Baker Mayfield and then 283 on Jared Goff. Now we said... They like to pass. They pass a lot. Likely not going to have a ton of success running the ball in this game. So they might have to go to the pass really oft, early and often. But 283 and a half, that is a, that's a, that's a stout number those, for anybody. Oh, some big numbers. That's, and yeah. that's why we've seen the total go up from the mm-hmm. 46 and a half to 49 and a half. A lot of people expect a lot of passing in that game. I, I would almost rather take Baker touchdowns. You can take his over touchdowns at one and a half. I've seen that anywhere from minus 110 to minus 130, depending on where you're shopping. So make sure you shop around for that. But I would rather take the over one and a half touchdowns here than I would look at, at that passing prop because you, it has been seamed up almost 15 yards. It's still juiced toward the over there. And when you look at how Tampa's going to try and have success once they get into the red zone, it's not going to be running the football. The Rams couldn't run the football in the red zone. The Rams are a much better rushing offense than this than this Buccaneers team is. So I would take the over passing touchdowns for Baker versus the over yardage because I think that's the the way that they're going to really be effective throwing the football. And then uh, Baker for over half interception minus one sixty six. Just just chuck it in that same gamer. I mean, listen, that's the other thing about these about these games too. Like, tell the story with your props of how you think the game's going to go. Too many times. There will be narratives around how they, that you think a game is going to go, and then you tell the opposite story with some of your prop bets, and you're never really going to have like an awesome day. You're never going to have an awesome game because you're contradicting yourself somewhere along the way, so be sure that you tell that story. So heading over here, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, 227.5 for Allen, 255.5 for Mahomes. We know bills have been much more run heavy mm-hmm. of late. That's why it's kind of a depressed number here for the for, for Josh Allen. Also, a pretty good defense that he's going up against here in the Chiefs. So that could also play into this as well. Mahomes sitting at 255 and a half. For me, looking at this one, I have it where pretty much within 10 yards for both of these guys. So not really a significant lean one way or the other on either one of those guys. But I think you could talk yourself into a if the Chiefs get up in this game, you could talk yourself into an over on Josh Allen because that run heaviness is going to have to go away. So, I mean, if you are a huge, huge Chief backer in this game, if you think the Chiefs not only could win this thing outright, but if you think the Chiefs could win this thing by any sort of margin, then you should be 
you should be really in love with the over 227 and a half on Josh Allen because this number is set based off of how they've run the offense for the last few weeks. It is. And yeah. also the fact that you just don't have that dynamic receiver on, on the on the Bills side at this point. I mean, Diggs really been struggling and you don't have a real number two. Shakir stepped up in certain spots, but he's had some rough games as well as you go through the stretch. I agree with you here. If you're looking at the, you know, if you want to go in there and play Chiefs alt line minus six and a half, Allen over the 227 and a half is a good look there. The way I expect this game to go, I'm never touching any of these overs except yeah. maybe the INT. Yeah. That would be the only one I would consider. That's juice minus 145. Not really interested in playing that. Uh, I like the under yards here. I have not bet any of these props, but if I was going to play any of these, under yardage makes a lot of sense at 227 and a half. I think the Bills are going to rely on the run. And the touchdown specifically, minus 135 under a touchdown and a half, to me, that's a, a pretty good look because when you think about this Bills offense, specifically in the red zone, it's not just Cook running, it's Allen running. It, 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 you don't have all these opportunities for these shorter touchdown passes. When you think about the Chiefs offense and what they do in the red zone, you've got these push passes that Mahomes runs. You've got these, these inside screen mm. passes, right? The shovel passes, all of those kind of passing touchdowns. That's not what Buffalo does. Buffalo wants to run the football in, and I think you're going to see QB power. You're going to see J Cook in, in there. I don't see him throwing any of these short five yarders, four yarders. If you take those away, it makes it a lot harder to go over one and a half. So I dug in a little bit more last night and I ended up on a, on a prop that I didn't think I was going to end up on. I already had one in the account and, and you know, you and I <laughs> having this conversation yesterday, I'm saying, like, I'm not just going to jump to the fact that Rasheed Rice is now this just obvious wide receiver one for the Chiefs. That being said, the yardage was 68 and a half on Rasheed Rice. And then as I dug in a little bit further, I think maybe I was blinded or just wasn't paying enough attention because it wasn't equaling a lot of points. It wasn't equaling this offense looking explosive or anything. But over the last seven games for Rasheed Rice, and I sat in week 18, so that one doesn't, that, that one is omitted. 10, 9, 10, 9, 12, 6, 12 targets. All the targets. So I, I, there was a blind spot for me here in, in this one. And so Rasheed Rice, and listen, you can go in and play alts. It, I would not play the 68 and a half juice to 135. Like take a 70 or over and it'll be you know, 75 yeah, yeah, or, or whatever or something. But he has a very low A dot. So you need the volume and you need the efficiency from him. But like I just listed it out, the volume is there. Now you do need efficiency to go with that volume. He actually has the lowest A dot of any receiver in the NFL with at least 40 targets. Wow. Like the, the absolute lowest average depth of target of any receiver with over 40 targets. So what about looking at his receptions prop then? Six and a half plus 100 for the over. You could get there. The only problem for the only problem for me is there has been a couple of there has been a couple of catch after runs here for Rasheed Rice the last few weeks as well. And the the other reason I think you could play either one. I think either one of them is is perfectly fine in in this. I guess the problem with the receptions one is what if you get one of the nine target games as opposed to the twelve target games and mm -hmm. then it becomes a little dicey. That being said, the Bills run zone about 62 percent of the time and might do it even more today because of the injuries because of all the injuries and all the stuff they're going on rice's catch rate versus zone coverage was 84 percent on the season again a lot of that has to do with his average depth of target it's short it's close to the line of scrimmage but the efficiency is really really high for him against zone coverage it's the highest catch rate in the nfl versus zone coverage of any wide receiver in the nfl so he is just finding holes in the zone sitting down and patrick Mahomes being patrick Mahomes, is finding him 
So for me, I like some Rasheed Rice, which I didn't think I was going to be on in this game. I, I didn't think I was going to be there, but but Rasheed Rice, given the defense he's going to be going up against, given the injuries for the Bills, and then given just the volume that he's gotten over the last seven games, which I said, maybe it was a blind spot for me. I can't believe it, but uh, I, I came in on a, on a bet that I didn't think I was going to be on. Yeah, if I took any of the pass catchers from Kansas City, give me Justin Watson. His over-under sitting at 18 and a half right now, low total for, for a clear T number two here for the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you're Buffalo and you're coming in here, you mentioned this 40, 20 of the 40 targets last week to Rice to Kelsey. You want to take those two guys away. Watson should be able to take advantage of not only the zone coverage, but all of those linebacker injuries that we've yeah. seen against Buffalo here. And if you're focusing on Kelsey, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle there. Gray not going to play in this game. I think that's a positive for Watson because you're not going to see Bell, who's the other tight end, go down the field. Watson's going to be the one who gets almost all of these snaps. So I like Watson quite a bit over that 18 and a half receiving yards. I like Diggs under 60 and a half is my best prop for the game. Okay. I think that this is an awful matchup for him. We saw him go on and off the injury report. Not a good sign, especially with what we're seeing here from a weather perspective. But on top of that, you have got one of the most physical cornerbacks in the NFL in Snead, who is going to be following him around the football field today. Snead, very, very good in man coverage. He is going to press Diggs route after route after route. We saw what he did to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill ended up on the ground multiple times last game. That's how big the press was. But on top of that, when you look at this matchup from a referee perspective, this is a crew that allows you to get away with a lot of the hand fighting, a lot of the tugging. That's what Snead does. He's one of the most penalized cornerbacks in the NFL. He should be able to get away with a lot of that physicality against Diggs today. I think it's a really rough matchup for matchup for Diggs. I actually ended up on Justin Watson. That was the, one of the first ones I, I threw into the account here whenever it, it looked as if this defense was going to be pretty beat up for the Bills. I got the 17 and a half. 18 and a half is still fine. Um, 17 and a half receiving yards. What do you think? What do you think Justin Justin Watson's average depth of target is? Ooh, uh, I'm going to go with 11 yards. 18.9 yards. I knew it was higher than you expect because he gets a lot of balls down the field. His prop is set at 17 and a half and his average depth of target is 18.9 yards down the field. His average reception on the season is 17.2 yards. That's phenomenal for yes. a tight end too because you think about like there's he's a wide receiver. He's listed as a receiver. He's listed yeah. as a wide receiver like in, in all but it's the it's the longest a dot in the NFL of any receiver with at least 50 targets. So anybody that's actually actually running routes. This guy gets a ball thrown down the field to him longer than anybody in the entire NFL. You need one catch to get over on this. You I need would, one. I would look at his 25 yard or two. Often you get that like plus 150 and that's only because it's, it, it's 25% more, but it's only an extra seven yards. Hey, you're tired of hearing us talk? Well, that's okay because Nick Whalen going to join us here after the break. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. You like free. You know, don't you? Everyone likes free. Free is good. Free is amazing. And you are really loving same game parlays. We know this. Yeah, same game parlays. They're fun. So if you go in and you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you sign up using the code VSIN, V-S-I-N. You are going to get free bonus bets, 200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5. And you also get free same game parlays every single day of the NFL playoffs. You have to use the code BSIN, B-S-I-N when you head over and get the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. When you put in that promo code, do you think the I has to be lowercase? I don't know. 
I don't know. It's, I mean, it. I bet it works either way. I, I, I mean, I know why we do it from a graphical standpoint because we don't want it to look like an L. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it works. Yeah. Maybe you do have to. You know, like you do you your passwords because you like. Oh, and you have to have one capital letter and one lowercase letter and A- anyone nine w- digits. Anyone watching out there, if you're not signed up for DraftKings, first off, what are you doing? Secondly, yeah. go in there. And try and sign in with VS capital I N. Let us know if that yeah, works as a promo works. code. I'm interested. It's still sitting six in favor of the Lions, though it is still 115. Uh, 49 and a half is back up to 115. So they're testing us. They're trying. They're testing us. They want that. They want that home favorite and they want that over. But we'll see two and a half in favor of the Bills. It is a juiced two and a half. And then it is 45 and a half. It is a juiced 45 and a half. So. Well, mon- this stuff that you and I like to monitor, it right? Is, like it's it stuff is. that we kind of like to look at just to see, because it's just interesting to see where the resistance going to come in. How is it super late money on this, that, and the other, like whatever. I, I like it. It's fun for us. It is fun. I, I'm, I'm not all the, like I'm not going to bet side total the first game. The second game, I'm interested to see if that total goes up because I do like the under. I, I have it at 46 and a half. I'll rebet it if we get to 46 again. You guys have heard us talk about these games here for over an hour. So why don't we get someone else's opinion? Joining us from RotoWire, Nick Whalen. Nick, thanks for your time, buddy. Hey, anytime, guys. Looking forward to breaking it down. So let's start here with the Bucks and the Lions, as we just mentioned. It is a juiced six at DraftKings, so maybe we see a six and a half. It won't last long if we do, but maybe we do. 49 and a half also juiced, so maybe we see a 50 in that one. Um, we see the Bucks go out and, and beat an Eagles team that just looked completely defeated and ready to head to Cabo. And then the Lions hold on last week against a Rams team that failed several times once they got the ball deep into their own territory. What do you see here in Bucks and Lions? Yeah, both of these games today, guys, are tough, but I, I do like Detroit at six. And, and you mentioned it, you know, part of the evaluation here is how much credit do you give the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for what we saw last week against Philly? Or, you know, another way to look at it is, you know, how much credit do you give the Eagles for completely no showing that game? Right. I mean, it, there was no sense of urgency on the Philly side. It didn't feel like a playoff game whatsoever. It was just a, a complete carryover from what we'd seen from that team down the stretch of the regular season. I think for a lot of Philly fans, it was exactly what they expected to see. So, you know, the question is, are the Bucks a little bit overvalued? You know, how do we value Baker Mayfield? I, I'm not the biggest Detroit guy, guys. I, I, I thought the Lions were going to lose straight up to the Rams last week. So this isn't, you know, some sort of, you know, bet all over Detroit this season type of play. But I think this is kind of a dream matchup for the Lions, you know, a team that probably didn't think they were going to get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, with a ticket to the NFC Championship game on the line. Obviously, they dominated this Bucks team in Tampa earlier this season. That was, you know, a final score that was not really indicative of just how one-sided that game was. And Jameer Gibbs did not play in that game. David Montgomery, I think, only had six carries. He ended up going out with an injury. So I, I think Detroit is in a pretty good spot here. And we got to keep in mind, yes, Tampa Bay, they do deserve some credit for what they did to Philly last week. You know, two weeks ago, this is a team that had what essentially felt like a do or die game against New Orleans and got blown out at home. And then they barely get by Carolina in week 18. And I know Baker Mayfield was banged up. I know he looked better last week, but I don't really like this spot for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, the question is, can they get to Jared Goff, right? If they can get after him, if they can dial up the Todd Bowles blitz and, you know, kind of rattle Jared Goff earlier in this game. Yeah, absolutely. The Buccaneers can hang around, but you know, Tampa Bay, despite blitzing as much as they do and kind of having this reputation of getting after quarterbacks, they were near the top of the league in terms of yards allowed. They were 21st in pass defense EPA. It's, it's ultimately a high risk, high reward scheme. And I see Detroit winning this game by a touchdown. 
Yeah, I'm with you, Nick. I don't have a, a bet on the side, but if I did, it would be the Lions here. I think we could see a repeat of what we saw in Tampa Bay with their defense really being to, to step, being able to step on the Bucks' throats here. Now, let's talk a little about the running backs here in this game. We, we, this is a point that Matt and I have been hammering home. Going to be interesting to see how the Bucks are able to run the football against this Detroit defense, and also how Detroit's able to run the football against the Bucks. Average just 1.8 yards per carry in that game. There were some injuries though, and you, you're looking at both of the Detroit running backs as prop players here. I am. And you know, I, I still don't really trust Detroit's defense. It's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what Rashad White is able to do. But on the Detroit side of things, I do like a prop for Gibbs and one for Montgomery. You know, Gibbs rushing yards prop has been on the rise all week. It's up to 50 and a half right now at some books. I like the under on that. Uh, I, I do think Detroit is going to be able to move the ball on Tampa Bay. But, you know, the, the one calling card that the Bucks have had all season is that run defense. I mean, that has been their strength on the defensive side of the ball. They're third in rush defense EPA on the year. I think Jameer Gibbs plays a big role today, but I think it's more as a pass catcher. You know, the Bucks allow an 86% catch rate to running backs this season. That's one of the highest in the NFL. So I, I don't really think this is a high volume day necessarily for Jameer Gibbs. And look, if you're taking a Gibbs under, you're always worried about him, you know, ripping off a 45 yarder and then you're in trouble uh, the rest of the way. But I, I think if, if, if Detroit chooses to dedicate itself to the run, I think it's more of a David Montgomery game, which is why I like Montgomery over 13 and a half carries. You look last week and you say, well, he had exactly 14 uh, against the Rams. You know, that's a pretty dicey number. That was also a really unique script, guys. That was a quick game. There were not a, a ton of drives. The Lions actually ran their fewest number of offensive plays in any game this season last week. Only 55 total plays. When they played Tampa Bay earlier in the regular season, they ran 69 offensive plays. That's much closer to where their average has been on the year. So I think this is a, a higher volume day for David Montgomery. I also don't mind, you know, throwing in a David Montgomery anytime TD and get that minus 120, minus 130. Uh, and I also like Montgomery over 55 and a half rushing yards to kind of offset Gibbs. Let's head to the second game today. Chiefs and Bills sitting two and a half right now, though there is a little bit of juice on that two and a half, and we might see a three pop. Imagine uh -huh. it'll get scooped up. 45 and a half is our total. Which side do you like here, Chiefs or Bills? This is so, so tough, guys. I, I you know, I, I read and, and listen to as much as anything as I'm sure you guys do. And I, I'm yet to hear or read one thing where I'm like, yes, this is the side. Now I can feel completely confident, right? I mean, it, it's such a toss up game for me. And part of that is the injuries on the Buffalo side. And it, it's such an interesting matchup because obviously if somebody told you week one, hey, we're going to get, you know, Bill's Chiefs in the AFC playoffs, you would say, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But the paths that these teams took to get here are not what we expected, right? Neither team has, has really lived up to the billing that they had coming into the season. Obviously, Kansas City has Patrick Mahomes. I, I am as terrified as anybody to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I think this, you know, Mahomes going on the road for the first time narrative, I think that's a little overblown. I think, I think Mahomes is going to be totally fine. <clears throat> what I don't think is that Kansas City has solved anything. You know, I don't think that win over Miami proved that, you know, this offense is suddenly back, right? I, they, they've had weeks and weeks and weeks to try to get this thing figured out. And it simply has not happened. They've basically been a league average offense all season. And at times they've been much worse than that. I mean, they've been bad in the red zone as well. 17th at conversion rate. They have a worse red zone conversion rate than the LA Chargers. Think about that. You know, that's a number that they've kind of dominated over the last few years. They were number two in red zone percentage a season ago. I don't trust anybody in this offense other than Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. I don't think Patrick Mahomes does either. I think they got a really favorable matchup in really favorable weather conditions last week against Miami. And again, this is this is not like the Nick Whalen stone cold lock of the year here, but I lean Buffalo. I think Buffalo is the team that I, I trust slightly more. I have too many memories of, you know, 
third and eight for Kansas City. And there's Mahomes, you know, rolling, 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 nobody open, throwing it away. And, you know, I think last week they were able to skate by. I don't think they could do that at Buffalo. We're here with Nick Wayland, uh, senior NFL and NBA analyst over at rotowire.com. When you're looking at this Buffalo team, it's always interesting to figure out who's going to get the carries, who's going to get the rush yards, because we've really seen Joe Barry go to the running game quite a bit since taking over as the offensive coordinator. But sometimes it's Allen, sometimes it's Cook. It seems like it gets passed back and forth each week. You like Cook this week. I agree with you. I think he gets the majority of the carries against this Kansas City defense. Let's talk about his over a little bit. Mm Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned Josh Allen. I'll be very interested to see, you know, how much they unleash him. Obviously, we saw that, you know, last week against Pittsburgh. And I think he's going to be a big part of this running game. But I like James Cook over 60 and a half rushing yards. Obviously, the Kansas City defense is what has carried them to this point. That's allowed them to survive such a bizarre offensive season. But their weak point, guys, has been stopping the run 4.5 yards per carry on the season. They've allowed 100 plus rush yards in 11 of uh, their final 12 regular season games. You know, in in many cases, they were well over that number. And I think James Cook is the type of physical back who gives this team trouble. You know, A.J. Dillon ran for 75 yards on this defense not too long ago. Back in week 14, when these teams met, James Cook only had 10 carries, but still got to 58 yards and killed them in the passing game as well. Five catches for 83. Buffalo built that lead early in that game by running James Cook. And for some reason, they went away from it in the second half. The game got way more dicey than it should have been. I don't think this happens. Uh, again, I, I don't think Sean McDermott makes that mistake again. I think they ride James Cook as long as they can. This is a game that Buffalo should want to win on the ground. I don't think this is a Josh Allen throwing the ball 45 times type of game. If that's the case, you know, something's gone wrong for the Bills. Catch him over at Roto Wire on the Twitter machine at Waylon. The L is a one, it by is. the way, if anyone was wondering. That's <laughs> how you do it. Waylon with a one in there somewhere. He is Nick Waylon. Nick, thanks for your time today, buddy. Good luck on all the bets. Hey, same to you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Nick. We'll put a bow on this episode here. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, all of our bets, everything that we have in the account, anything that we might be leaning towards, and anything that maybe snuck in here over the last couple hours since we've been on air. (laughs) Come back. Final segment here on The Handle on Sunday morning. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. We'll be right back. 
This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. You get unlimited access to our VEASAN.com slash picks page. You could have gone in yesterday. You've seen those winners we had on the plus 10s with the Packers. You the losers we had on the overs. <laughs> so you can go in there and check them all out over there at the VEASAN.com slash picks page. And if you go in and you want to go ahead and take the full leap, none of that toe-in stuff for the $9.99, none of the little special stuff that we're running. You're here for the long haul. An annual subscription Use the promo code HANDLE, H-A-N-D-L-E. We are going to give you 10% off of that annual subscription. It's worth a good amount of money. I don't know exactly the, the figure, but it's it's a good amount of money. Well, it's 20 bucks a month, so it's, uh, you know, it cuts it down pretty good. Whatever. Trust him. No, I imagine if you sign up annually, you get even bigger discounts. Well, the monthly so, yeah. cost is 40 yeah. Then it's 20 yeah. a month if you're going annual. So you get oh, half off right. immediately with the annual, so but go. then you get the additional discount but here with Handle. There it H-A-N-D-L-E. is. There it is. H-A-N-D-L-E, 10% off with all of that. All right. So counting you down here to the Bucks and Lions. Of course, the great Brent Musburger coming on after us. Johnny Avello going to be in studio as well. Legendary bookmaker here in Las Vegas now over at DraftKings. Six is the number on the Lions. I'll put your feet to the fire. We have exactly one hour and 22 minutes until kickoff. Will we see a six and a half? No. No, I don't think we do. I, yeah. I think this. I think this stays at six. I think you're going to get some resistance on the buck side. We've also been here consistently, and and the one move we did see was to five and a half. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pushing up toward the six and a half. So I don't think we see a six and a half. I think six. I think it gets juiced. Maybe it gets to one twenty, but I don't think we actually see a six and a half pop on the board. Forty nine and a half juice towards the over. Do we see a fifty? Yes. I think the over money keeps coming in and we've seen this consistently since the start of the week. This game opened at 46 and a half. It's all the way up to 49 and a half. We're juiced toward the over. I think over better is going to come in strong here with the last hour before kickoff. Two and a half now juiced minus 115 in favor of the bills. Does a three pop? And if, for, if, if, and if so, how many seconds does it yeah, last? I think like, the, yes, the three will pop. The question is, can you get it in the minute it's available yeah, yeah. on the book that it's available somewhere? You're going to keep getting chiefs bills money. I think at that point you do see the three from the chiefs. And like, if you want the chiefs, there's no reason to bet the two and a half. Now just hang out, see if you can get the three. If you can't two and a half will be readily available at kickoff 45 and a half. That also juiced towards the over. Do we see a 46? Maybe it doesn't really matter. Not yeah. a key number. Now watch it lands on 46, uh, <laughs> but not, a, not the most key number here. When you're talking about totals, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a 46, especially if game one goes over. Recapping what we've seen so far here on the show, Nick Whalen. He is a fan of the lions. He is a fan of the bills in this game. I am, you know, again, I, my, my sides I just didn't have a huge conviction on the sides in in either one of these games. I mean, if someone said, Matt, you have to play a side, I would play the Lions. I would play the Chiefs. But fortunately, no one's making me make those picks. Yeah, if I had to play a side, it'd be the Lions. Um, I, I did put them minus 13 and a half in a same game parlay where I, I told a story mm-hmm. of the Lions blowing out yep. the Bucks because I do think that is a very possible thing that happens today. I have Chiefs three in the account. I bet it earlier this week when it flashed. I would play Chiefs two and a half, Chiefs money line. If you're not in yet, I would wait for the three. Find a three at some point in the next four hours if you can with the Chiefs. I think they are the right side. I think these Buffalo injuries 
are being ignored by the market for some mm-hmm. reason. I, I mean, this was sitting at two and a half before we found out about how banged up Buffalo was going to be, and it hasn't moved. There was no adjustment. So I, I have Chiefs money line plus 130. You can get them plus 124 right now. I have a three in my account as well. If a three comes up, I like the Chiefs quite a bit in this spot. If you don't get the three, I'd split the bet between the two and a half and the money line if you want action. But I, I think the Chiefs win outright today. Non-traditional, of course, but... If you wanted to play a teaser, you could take the Lions down to pick them. You could take the Chiefs up to eight and a half. I just typed that into DraftKings over here right now, minus 120. So uh, a very palatable uh, number there on that. So Lions, if it is a last second field goal, you're still going to get home in that one. And if for whatever reason, the Bills figure things out and able to win this thing by all the way up to eight points, you're getting eight and a half with the Chiefs in this one. Um, Again, minus 120. If you're just looking for something to get some action on both of these games, but you don't just love the numbers, whether they sit right now minus 120 that's, that's not bad no it's not it's, yeah. it's your, your cost of a general teaser obviously mm-hmm. not going through very as many key numbers as you'd like on the lions game but you do just get the win outright which uh, i i do think the lions are able to take care of business from a total perspective i haven't touched this first game mm-hmm. i like the under in the second quite a bit i bet it at 46 and a half i i don't expect points galore here this isn't you know this isn't the bills and the chiefs of two years ago this isn't josh allen and, and mahomes which threw 12 touchdowns against each other in the two playoff games we've seen these are two teams that want to run the football this is a better version of kansas city's defense and not as efficient version of their offense i think we stay under the 45 and a half today you like the over in the early game yeah i played the over uh in that one again we have two really good run defenses i think we're going to get maybe these coaches feeling it out for just a little bit understanding that the best way for us to score points in this game the best way for us to move the ball is to go ahead and just throw it every single down and and i i get it you know that doesn't necessarily mean points if you go three and out throwing it every down doesn't matter right but if you kind of look at the mismatches here we talked a lot about amon ross st brown lining up in the slot going up against one of the worst slot corners in the nfl that the bucks have on their side we talked about the size advantage that Mike Evans is going to possess in this game going up against these Lions corners and safeties, by the way, none of which are taller than six foot, right? We have a six foot four receiver going up against all these guys and none of them are taller than six foot as well. We know Mike Evans, one of the best contested catch guys there is in the NFL anyway. And certainly from a YOLO perspective, Baker's willing to throw it up to him 100%. as much as anyone, yeah. Yeah, as much as anyone in the NFL. I think we see a pretty heavy pass approach from both of these teams and so i did play the over now and i'm also with you on the under in this um we got the 46 and a half that said 45 and a half is perfectly fine for me specifically with the way that we think this game is going to play out and i talked a little bit earlier about not crossing streams with your with your props and and how you think the game is going to go i do want to do a a little bit of explaining on that and if people are going to say like but dude you're playing the over on rasheed rice Rasheed Rice is a different type of player whenever I'm talking about like, oh, I think the under is going to be there and playing an over on Rasheed Rice because here's the thing. Rasheed Rice is almost at this point an extension of the run game and it basically just keeps the clock ticking over and over and over again. Like I mentioned, he has the lowest average depth of target of any receiver in the NFL that has at least 40 targets. So the threshold's pretty low. And he still has the lowest A dot of any receiver in the NFL that has at least 40 targets over the course of the season. We are talking 5.1 yards, guys, like 5.1 yards. So these are high percentage throws. They're not going very far down the field. 
He just keeps, keeps the clock running. It's tick, 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 stuff like that. So I can still bet an over on Rasheed Rice and it not really contradict me saying that this is going to be an under. Well, and you, you rip through all of his targets. The, the Chiefs have been an under team all year and he's still been going mm-hmm. over this 68 and a half number as well. So you, the consistency there where, where he gets over his prop yet the game goes under just look last week against Miami goes yeah. for 90 plus yards. That game stayed well under the yes. total. So I don't I don't think that's overly contradictory in the early game here. I do like a couple of props. I played Amon Ross St. Brown on the ladder here. I think he has a big game against this Bucks defense. They're going to blitz a lot. You're going to see single coverage. Goffs trust him in single coverage. I expect to see him in the slot. Um, I took over 90 yards, so 90 plus receiving yards. That's minus 120. That's kind of where his prop is sitting right now. Uh, then I went to 100 yards plus 110, all the way up to 120 yards plus 240. I think St. Brown has a big day. I also think Gibbs gets it done through the year. So give me Jabir Gibbs over 23 and a half receiving yards. I think this Bucks defense able to stop the run, but you're going to see some swing passes, screen passes passes, checkdowns to Gibbs. He ends up with a big day through the air for the Lions as well. Yeah, like we said, you're you're looking at a you're looking at fairly if we're talking about like actual target share and guys that are just the dominant, dominant, dominant guy, there aren't very many like Amon Ross St. Brown in the NFL. Like I mean in today's NFL, you just don't see dudes with 34% target share. You just don't see dudes with 38, 37, 38% of the air yards. But that is where Amon Ross St. Brown, I mean, he is in rare air when we are talking wide receivers in the NFL. And certainly in a game like this, if we believe that despite the fact that they were very efficient running the ball, it's, it's not like the Bucs. I do want to point this out. The Bucs didn't run the ball well all year long. No. Like they were actually one of the absolute worst teams running the ball all year long. The Lions did run the ball efficiently. We just think with the way that the Bucs have defended so far this year, the path to least resistance is to go into the air here. And the biggest recipient of that will be Amon Ross St. Brown, who should get peppered with targets today. Wouldn't surprise me to see him get 13, 14 targets in this game. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Let's give me all the targets so we can fly over that total. We've got a couple of props here uh, from the later game as well. I know we both love Watson over 18 mm-hmm. and a half receiving yards. Uh, he should get quite a few targets here. Loves the, uh, you can mention the, the depth of target <laughs> stats there for him as well. Uh, but he, he is this, the, going to be your TE number two against some backup uh, linebackers there. I like Diggs under 60 and a half receiving yards quite a bit as well. I think it's a really tough matchup with his foot against Snead today. want to thank Jeff Ulrich for stopping by here on a Sunday morning. Nick Whalen for stopping by here on a Sunday morning. Jeff was all over some props, but he liked the Bucks. He was against us here like the Bucks at six and a half. Also with us on the under Chiefs and Bills did like that one as well. Laporta over four and a half receptions, kind of going along with the same thing that we were saying. Expect a pass-happy approach. Expect this Lions team to take the path of least resistance. It is six in favor of the Lions. 49 and a half your total. Two and a half on the Bills. 45 and a half with your Chiefs. Stick around for the legendary Brent Musburger coming up next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.